Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Low ride. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today, well, we're going to talk about how here in America we seem to be a little bit divided. Turns out that our country is a little uh, easily swayed. And I find it very hard to believe that our country can go on existing, at least in any resemblance of what we know and love, it, with we keep tearing each other apart and trying to separate us and isolate us. And the media does it. The government does it. The, you know, everywhere we look, it seems like we're being torn apart and torn in, in pieces. You know, the, uh, I mean, maybe with the media, it's not even just like, you know, CNN and Fox and MSNBC and whatever. It's the TV shows we watch, the commercials we see. Everything is kind of pitting us because they get ratings, you know, that kind of thing is, it, it sells. It's sexy, right? To, you know, hey, because it's interesting and people are like, oh, well, you know, I, I want to be in the know or I want to know about that. But in America, we have so many different ways that we're being separated. I feel like, you know, definitely we were so hardcore for so many years on, uh, you know, Republican left or right, you know, Republican Democrat. And then they're even dividing the Republicans internally to like tea parties and, and rhinos and, you know, and then Democrats are like the hardcore left or versus the, the mainstream old school, traditional Democrat. And we just keep getting broken and turning against each other. Um, 
you know, people with, oh, I hate cops or no, I love cops. And if you hate cops, then you don't deserve to live and you shouldn't have any of the benefits of society. And if you vote for an evil war guy like Trump and whatever his problems are, then, you know, you're part of the problem. Or if you're for socialism and national health care, then you're part of the problem and you shouldn't have anything good. Or, you know, oh, you're black. You know, there were slaves a long time ago and, and you know, you're wrong. Or take it to the next level of, oh, you know, hey, everybody in, you know, it's so hard for a black person to get a job and move ahead and whatever. These are all just different things that tear us apart. And we can either work on fixing things and like putting things together and building up or we can tear apart. Now, does America have problems? Do we have issues that we need to sort out? Sure we do. Of course, it would be ridiculous to just be blind and happy. Um, America's pretty freaking awesome. Kevin, um, what are you thinking? I don't, I don't know. I don't, my big diatribe here. Uh, who knows? Talk to yeah, me. Now I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very, uh, very pro America person. I, I agree with you a hundred percent on, on the country being divided. And the truth is I talk to people that I've talked trash about like that type of group. Right. And I, when I actually talk to that person, it, person to person, oh yeah, you can actually talk to, you know, they're reasonable people and you can work out differences and, and find things that you agree about. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think found- that, uh, I was going to say a lot of this comes from comes from the way we treat politics and the way we treat social media. And let's not forget that there are out, outside uh, sources that are creating division in the United States between China and Russia and everybody else involved in our uh, uh, elections. You know, it's no wonder that people are, are getting pissed off at each other. Right. Um, yeah, everybody is just kind of trying to tear us apart, and then that hate just builds. Um, and if you know, if America is divided, it can't lead the world. And if America isn't leading the world, who who's gonna? That's yeah. something to really think about. There, there is some ugly uh, players out there on the world stage. So, you know, it's something to be aware of. But it's so easy for us to get consumed and get sucked in. Um, you know, and you get put on the defensive, you know, you're like, oh, well, 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 I didn't do anything to, uh, you know, oppress black people and whatever. And, and, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't want homeless people starving in the street, so I'm not the problem and, you know, whatever. And then you end up getting like backed into a corner where you feel you have to fight and you have to, you know, stand up and defend stuff. Or we get, you know, I was talking to a buddy at work and and we talk about how uh, people, um, you know, are, oh, well, you know, I have a black friend or my, my sister. It's funny. One of my buddies, a, a black guy that I work with says, uh, oh, you know, you know, somebody called me the N word today. And he, that that's not how he said it, but I'm trying to, uh-huh. to be uh, politically correct here. And uh, he's like, yeah, I turned around and his. And the guy came running out of his house and is like, hey, you effing, you know, but I live in the South. So, you know, whatever. But it's funny because there's a whole lot more black people than there are white people. So I don't understand how they're uh, so, so adamant and crazy. But uh, 
guy comes running out and he's like, yeah, I slammed on the brakes and got out of the car and was like, what's your problem? And then the guy immediately goes to, well, my sister's married to a black guy. So, you know, it just backs down and, you know, didn't hold his ground at all. And I'm like, you know, that's what people do. That's yeah. Listen, if you're going to scream at somebody, get, get prepared to get your fists up and fight because that's the next level. <laughs> and that's fine on that's Facebook. That dude isn't going to come over to your house and kick your ass. But think about that <laughs> shit when you're when you say that shit on Facebook, you're talking to a real person on the other side, you know? No, my dude, my buddy is like 68 and like just had a stroke and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Like, not somebody to be afraid of, huh? He's like, well, I wouldn't have thought that, but I was scared when he was telling me the story. So I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, he's like, I got out of my car. It's like, what the? And I'm like, whoa. But that's who we are. And, you know, and, and like, you know, people talk about like the KKK and stuff. And it's funny because it's like still really a thing, which living in New York is not something I really thought about or imagined, you know. You're like, oh yeah, there's probably like one crazy bunker or 30 guys somewhere, you know, or whatever. Right. You don't don't imagine it as like uh all, all across the south kind of thing and whatever. And I don't know how, but it, it's funny the guys I work with are like, oh, over there, you can't go to that town because they, you know, oh KKK, they're pretty bad over there. And uh, and you'll go and you'll see like KKK flags flying in people's front lawn, you know, and you're like, oh, okay. They you are know, okay. Yeah, <laughs> turns out they are a thing here, you know. Um, but it's just we get so caught up in hate, and I I know back in New York. I mean, back in New York, we were so divided politically, and yeah. we would, you know, everybody's like, oh well, you know, if you like Trump, you know, and I talk to you know families that won't even talk to each other because you're part of the problem and you're ruining the country by voting for him. And you know, that it just it's so divisive and it just like raises your blood pressure and gets you, you know, worked up when you start thinking about these things. And you gotta we gotta hit really you know, kind of meet on the common ground. Now, you know, some of you at this point might be saying, hey, what does this have to do with prepping? And what does this have to do with survival and self-reliance? But the whole point of survival and self-reliance is to have a life that's worth having and to protect it. And if we're right. just- And if this country gets other, more divided, right. It's Things aren't going to get better. They're only going to get worse. And, uh, you know, you and I- Chuck and I on this podcast talking to however many people are listening aren't going to make a huge difference. No. Uh, but, you know, maybe it's something to think about uh, when it comes to actually prepping. When it comes down to actually getting getting things done, getting your, your stores set up, getting your shit organized, getting your life together, getting out of debt. These are all things that, you know, all of us need to work on more than what we've been working on so far because things aren't getting better. Right. And I hope to hell that they do. And I'm going right. to do as much as I can to make sure that they do. But I'm not confident that, that, that it's going to happen. No. I mean, America really has a lot of greatness to offer. Um, you know, we really, we have some of the greatest land, the greatest resources. We have so many great opportunities. We have a, a pretty great infrastructure. If you've been around the world and, and seen a lot of different countries, you'll realize that we kind of got it going on here. And 
as much as people knock our healthcare and our everything else. Now, believe me, I, I was a lot happier with our healthcare 15 years ago, but just the same, it still, it thrives. Um, somebody else was pointing out to me, you know, the socialized healthcare, it's one thing in like a small country like England, but trying to do it for all 50 states versus England that's the size of one state, it's a little different trying to manage something like that and orchestrate it from afar. America is built up of so many different people and so many different types of people. That was kind of the idea of the 50 states was that we would be like separate countries and able to do our own thing and trying to control everything for everybody from one central authority is really a deviation from what we used to be. But I mean, think about the awesomeness that we have, you know, our sports teams and things like that. I'm not a big sports guy and not my thing, but man, we really have some awesome things here. You know, maybe your thing is, you know, all the rock concerts and the cool, you know, so much opportunity, so many people flourish. We do support the arts and the athletes and the things like that. And we really have a system where that kind of thing can thrive. And we can embrace it and take different things, you know, more and more as our country gets burdened down with taxes and things like that, you know, we end up working more and enjoying less, but man, technology, technology is doing its part to kind of help keep us going where automation and things like that are making it so that we can do more with less effort and trying to keep that balance. I don't know just seems like a great opportunity in this country. And I hate to see us try and destroy it. Now that said, I feel like we are doing our damnedest to try and destroy it. And we really are going down a slippery road. And, you know, uh, another buddy at work uh, was like, Hey, you know, they're coming for your guns. You know, it's just whatever it's, uh, did you read this? There's this law that's going to happen and, and something or another. And I just was like, dude, I don't even care. I mean, it doesn't, I, I, and, and what I mean is I care. I don't want them to come for my guns. What I mean is I see it as an inevitable thing that's going to happen. And whether it happens this month or six months or five years, they're coming for the guns. And that's where the prepping kind of comes in. I, I pray that America turns around and we stop with the divisive nonsense and hating each other and, you know, it's funny where I was just talking to one of my kids and, and we were talking about the idea that like she likes that show with uh, with the, I don't know, like the Queer Eye one, you know, Kevin? Um, Yeah, I know something about Queer Eyes, but yeah, uh, okay. I've never so, actually watched right. that show. All right. So these guys are like really uplifting and, and build people up and kind of help whatever. But it's funny because she goes the opposite way and takes it as they're great because they're gay guys and how impressive mm-hmm. that is. And I'm like, you're totally mm-hmm. missing the whole thing. You know, <laughs> I'm like, that's right. And that's that's how it is. That's how we are in society is we celebrate people. Oh, look, you're black and you're able to hold a job and do something. You know, what is it? Joe Biden said, man, that's a storybook. You know, a black guy who could, you know, is articulate and clean. No, you know what? You celebrate somebody because 
they're articulate and clean. It's not because you're a right. black guy and you were able to do it anyway. Uh, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We're ridiculous to look at things like that. And people don't understand that they're being racist and judgmental by doing that. You know, it's, oh, look mm-hmm. at you. Even though you're gay, you were still able to do something. Well, yeah, and there's no Joe Biden saying, uh, saying poor kids are just as smart as white right. kids. Just as smart as white kids. I mean, yeah, come on, dude, put your shit together. But that's, and, and that's like, I, it's funny because I, I brought that up to somebody about, uh, Biden saying that I'm like, you know, you're a black guy. How do you wrap your head around that when he says that that that's okay and and you're totally cool because you're always worried that Trump says something and I should be so horribly offended and whatever and mm-hmm. how dare me not and I'm like, yeah, how do, how does that work on your end? And the guy's like, well, he didn't mean it to hurt him. He was trying to say something positive. And I'm like, yeah, he was trying to say something positive and is so ignorant that he couldn't even comprehend that he was being racist in doing it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's where the problem is. You know, he was trying to say something nice, but our minds are so twisted that we don't even know freaking what, you know, what we're talking about. And everyone's like, well, you know, for somebody to grow up in the, in the city and, and, you know, with all those ethnic challenges and everything and, and look at them overcome, you know what? Life's a struggle and we are all given a different lot in life. And, you know, we're born with different stuff. And some of us do have parents that are nurturing or homes that are safe and secure. And you know what? It is easier for some people and not for others, but it doesn't necessarily mean that because you're white, you're going to have that great opportunity or because you're black, you're going to have a great opportunity or because you're gay, you're not going to have an opportunity or, you know, each thing, it doesn't matter. We all have a struggle and we need to realize we're all in it together and we're all building up on something and we're trying to make the best life we can. And if we can't work together and be solid people And, you know, hey, some people are born to be cops. You know, you can't hold that against them. You know, we teach us on. That that was a little jab there at somebody else. Yeah, I was trying to throw (laughs) it around, trying to mix it up. Um, But that's the point. We all are who we are, and we're all in it together. And how cool would the world be if we all just freaking, you know, had a beer and, uh, you know, chill and enjoy each other and – you do what you want to do and I'll do what I want to do and we'll all work out and be great. You know, don't judge me cause I want to own guns and I won't judge you cause you want to let your pants sag down around your knees. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do your thing, you man. Know, teach his own. You be do you. your thing. You do you. Some people wear freaking tie dye shirts and smell like patchouli. Not my thing. <laughs> but it's, you know, they're all over the here all over the place up here man oh, i'm this. one town away from woodstock and man the patchouli just wafts out of that town i mean but, you uh, know teach his own right i don't that's know that's right that's right now there's something else i wanted to touch on um that i think is a real positive story that a lot of people have missed out on is the uh, uh the protests have led to IBM and uh, all the major uh, facial recognition software companies backing out of it. Really? And the reason is the reason is because 
facial recognition software is racist because it thinks all black people look alike. What? So that's, yeah. So the software is picking up on black people and uh, confusing them with other people that are wanted for crimes. And then they're ending up getting arrested because they're black. So now everyone's wearing masks anyway. And I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to keep wearing my mask because I went to Lowe's today and they still got those goddamn facial recognition uh, cameras up in there. Let's not forget that they're still doing that shit. I'm going to wear a mask everywhere. I'm going to fucking keep that shit off of me. And slowly but surely, they're they're peeling that facial recognition software out of places. And thank God for that, because that shit is like a fucking Orwellian nightmare right there. Yeah. Now, it really is a dangerous road that we're going down. But that's the thing. So just keep in mind, you know, America could be great, but... The way things are going and the more this stuff keeps escalating, um, you know, you need to prepare. You need to be able to take care of yourself. You need to maybe get that concealed carry permit and, you know, carry. How how often are we seeing people getting stopped in their cars and whatever, people getting jumped all the time? It's like five times more prevalent than it was a year ago, you know? So. Mm I mean, probably even higher than that, depending where you live. But it's unbelievable out there how much hatred and how much we're turning against each other. And you guys got to realize, you know, we're all in the same game, but you need to step up your preps. You need to make it so that if you need to stay home, you can stay home. You need to make it so that if somebody surprises you and attacks you or if your wife's out in the car going to get something and – she needs to be protected. You need to realize, you know, hey, you should be carrying a gun. You should be carrying pepper spray. You should have a way to protect yourself. You should be aware of your surroundings. You need to be paying attention and you need to make sure you keep your family safe because that's your job as a prepper. And to ignore this stuff and be like, well, that's political. It has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with us. Political stuff affects your life and what you do. And I'm not telling anybody how to vote or what they should want or what they should, whatever. I'm just saying, look at things from the other side and kind of, you know, start to understand each other and work together. Right. And stay strapped or get clapped. I don't know what else you'd want out of life, right? (laughs) That's right. That's sad. I don't know. That's pretty much what I got. You got anything good, Kevin? No, I think we covered uh, we covered everything I wanted to touch on. Um, it's looking more and more like uh, I don't mean to spread conspiracy theories, but it's looking more and more like um, China did kind of fuck around with that coronavirus a little bit before it got leaked out. So I'm yeah. not uh not buying their bullshit anymore. It seems no, like they're you're just not falling for it. Yeah, they're still completely full of shit, and uh, everything that comes out of that country is uh, garbage. Now, Kevin, are you being racist and judgmental? Yes, I'm being. I'm no, I'm being. Uh, I'm I'm anti-China. I have Chinese friends from China. I oh, don't mean like people see, you're that doing are descendants that? of Chinese you're doing people. Just what I said. Yes. Oh well, and well, I I know, I know somebody people who married a Chinese right, girl, so I can't right, be right. racist. I, I can't be racist, right? No, I know. Get that shit. I get it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying is that that the people that live in China are not the enemy of, of the United States. The people that live in China are suffering under a 
rep uh, repressive, totalitarian, and author. I'm getting tongue tied here. An authoritarian state, and they're suffering because of it. And I'm not going to let. I don't want that shit to fucking leak out into this country. No, you know they. You saw that shit going out down between uh, India and China this week, uh, where they got into a. They didn't get into a firefight, which is weird. Well, they were they, throwing rocks at each other. They don't. They're not allowed to. The military isn't allowed to carry guns. That either the Chinese or the Indians. Really? So they, 20 Indian people died, Indian soldiers. China won't release how many people, how many Chinese soldiers died. And they died because they were beat to death. Mm. They were beat to, they beat each other to death with clubs and rocks. And rocks. And yes. most of the people that died didn't die directly from their wounds. They died because they're up in the fucking Himalayas and mm. you got cracked in the head and then froze to death. That's, that's really the shit that was going down there. Regardless... I hear stories coming from India and China saying the events, you know, the, the events that took place were different from each other's accounts. And just because I have no idea what, what India is, is uh, what their reputation is, but I know China is full of shit all the time. So you can't trust them. I believe the Indian account 100% because I know I can't trust the Chinese government. And people like people put up with so much shit about this, you know, um, uh, all sorts of uh, movie teams, or I'm sorry, uh, basketball teams, sports teams, movie production companies. They're, they're so eager to get that Chinese money that they're fucking us at the same time. So that's my little rant. I'll, I'll stop yelling at everybody, but, you know, that's my thing. Don't trust those motherfuckers. That sounds right. Um, Yeah. So what we're saying is the government's wrong and be nice to your neighbor. I think we yeah, could have just said go. it in that, that whole two sentences mm -hmm. or maybe it's one sentence. I don't know. The grammar police will help us later, but yeah. I don't know. That's what I got that. And I got a cool tractor. I'm just saying, oh, yeah, live, live in the farm life. Now got me a big Kubota with a bucket and a bush hog mm. and, Yep, change my name to Kicking Ass is all I'm saying. <laughs> Turns out you can make your woods into not woods if you have a bush hog. I'm just saying. Mm, nice. And a big bucket to push things over. But and yeah, I need a couple first, of things pushed over. Like, in this, oh. Yes, this see, house. he's like, oh, you won't be able to push over trees and dig up roots. But it turns out if it's been raining nonstop for the last five days. You can push over trees and dig up. It's nice and soft now. That's it. So things are looking up. So yeah, now I got I got a new bed uh uh raised bed built this weekend. Right. Um the missus went out and bought a bunch of plants and uh she's like they're gonna die if you don't build that thing. And I was like, Well fuck this. It's it's Tuesday. Those plants aren't gonna survive until till Saturday. No. So I went out at like 6 p.m., got my headlamp on, my circular saw, my tool belt, and built some cedar beds, some raised beds. It was about uh, 1 o'clock in the morning by the time I was done, but we're ready to go. Nope. Sometimes you got to build build raised beds all night. <laughs> I don't know. But, so start stepping up your farm game. Step up your shooting game. Get out. Enjoy life. 
enjoy America while we got it. And maybe plan a big celebration at the 4th of July and we say fuck it. So Fuck it. All right. With that, stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week. Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.